We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Sam, listeners, Lightyear's podcast, do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you do when you need a moment to chill? How do you like to hit the reset button to get ready for what's next? There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. Wow, that's amazing. That way you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open up a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment and made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate. Hey, Light Years listeners. Make sure to subscribe to Blue Wire Buckets. Blue Wire Buckets is a three times a week roundtable on NBA content discussing the playoffs and storylines pertaining to the NBA at large. Here's a quick clip from our last episode. So the Celtics went up 2-0 in their series over the Pacers. Um, the Bucks destroyed the Pistons once again. I don't feel, you know what, this went on in the Blue Wire chat, and I don't know how you guys feel. Is there anybody that, like, is there any reason to watch those games? Like, I watched game I, one. I, I feel like there's nothing we could possibly learn from that. I watched game one for, like, entertainment value. Does that count? What what, what entertainment value? <laughs> watching, I mean, watching Giannis is entertainment value. Uh, okay, that's fair. Yeah, the same that's way fair. you get you get entertainment value watching Steph just kick the asses of terrible teams, right? That, that is fair. Yeah, and I'm not saying I feel. I, I feel Bucks true. Pistons, and I think the time slots have reflected this. I feel like Bucks Pistons is that Sunday afternoon movie that you would watch, where you're like, you know what? If I had something better to do, I probably would. If there's something better to watch, I would. But you know what? I like basketball. I like Giannis. I want to watch it. It's not the best version of Giannis that we're going to see this year, but you know what? It, it's going to burn some time. What do you yeah. Think? Oh, sorry. Would it be any fun if Blake was playing? A little. Like, Blake Griffin's been ridiculous this year, but I, I still just think that they're they're so outmatched. I, I think the, the Bucks are clearly the, the class of the East right now and the team I feel most confident in. So I, I think Blake would make it slightly more compelling, but ultimately I, I still think that that series is going four, which is the only thing that really matters. I think the, uh, I think the Bucks are going to the finals, man. Just not even... Not even off this game where these, the these two. Wow. Man. Yeah, not a shocking take. But, I mean, there are a lot of Celtics fans. There are a lot of people that believe in Kyrie Irving. And, and I guess yeah. 
Yeah, Justin, you, you get that. But Toronto's playing – well, I don't know if they're playing well, but they have Kawhi Leonard, who's probably – I guess you would take him as someone who has more experience than Giannis. But I, I do think Giannis is going to be the best player in the East for a long time. I think this is kind of the season where he semester, which is kind of earlier than you would think. I mean, I, I don't I don't believe that – there are people that are calling for it, but he's been a lot better than you can ever imagine, I feel like, uh, from from over here's perspective. So I think this is the playoffs. I think this is the postseason where he kind of takes down uh, – he's going to take down the Celtics and he's going to roll through the Raptors, which is – I mean, that's pretty tough. I'm interested in how both of you kind of see it because uh, you guys obviously have a little bit of different perspective being uh, on the West Coast and primarily watching Western Conference teams. Like the Bucks seem the reason I'm so confident in them is they're the one team that they've gone out and they've had solid performances against almost every team that matters. Like I, I feel like they have a combination of Giannis, who is this guy that kind of breaks the game, this transcendent talent, and he's going out there, he's dunking everything, but they also still have a modern offense. Like they still have a lot of shooters, they have a lot of versatility, and Ben, uh, I'll throw it to you here. Like, wh- what's kind of your read on the Bucks? Because I, I think this series probably isn't going to open anybody's eyes on them. But if they come out and, and they just handle uh, Boston in the second round, I think people would start to kind of shift with how they view this team. Yeah, I'm really, I'm actually really interested to see that Boston series just to get a gauge kind of on that exactly what you're saying, like. We've seen for, and now I'm not comparing these teams at all. Obviously, the team I watch the most is the Jazz, who are not doing too well at the moment, and we're going to get into that in a minute. But one of the things that people have pointed to among many that are going wrong for them right now is they didn't play anybody for like a month at the end of the regular season. And now all of a sudden it's like you're playing Houston, who's awesome. You get punched in the mouth and it's like, we don't know what this feels like. We haven't had that for a long time. I'm just from that feeling standpoint, again, not similar teams at all. I'm wondering if that could be something that happens to Milwaukee when it's like they haven't had to play meaningful games for a little bit now. They've gotten some guys some rest and everything. I think uh, Bud is the type of coach that I don't worry about it too much with them. And if that's not an issue, they've really, really impressed me all year. My pick was Toronto at the start of the year for it to come out of the East. And yeah. I wanted to stick with it. But at the same time, like Lowry's a big piece of that. And it looks like once again, he might have some like wear down issues coming here in the playoffs. Like it's just a yearly thing at this point. And if that's the case, I don't know. I'm starting to come back on it a little bit. And Milwaukee's looking so good. I mean, I do want to see if they like, if Boston punches them in the mouth at all. I know I've said that like three times, but if Boston gives them something to think about, I just want to see how they respond to that. Assuming that it works out for them, I'm going to have trouble picking against them, I think. Yeah, Andy, what 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 are your kind of thoughts on that? Because I agree with Ben. Like I, I feel like Boston isn't a great matchup for them. But what they were able to do last year, I, I just think, even though I, I think we've put a little bit too much praise on Stevens early on in, in his coaching career, <laughs> I I think that he may be able to challenge them. What, what's your read on that situation? Yeah, there's. I just don't think there's a LeBron there to stop. I just. Like, best player, I just don't think there's someone better than Giannis. And un- unless Kyle Lowry's going to, you know, average 25 points to to help Ka- Kawhi out or, you know, Jason Tatum finally becomes what Boston fans think Jason Tatum is going to become, I just don't think there's a team that can do that. There's no Steph. There's no KD. There's no James Harden, right? Right. Um, there's no LeBron there. I, it just If there's not those guys, you've got to take Giannis. And then Embiid doesn't even look like he can walk right now. Right. And so... 
it's I'm not saying like it, it clears it out of the way for Giannis. I just think that's how good Giannis is, that he's already in that top five and he's only going up.